What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This here is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. <gasps> and, of course, Jared Buckendall. There it is. A couple of hungry dogs in the house tonight. <laughs> uh, socially constipated here. We are back with another episode of the Entertainment Outhouse. Getting ready to send you into your weekend with all of the entertainment news, reviews, and recommendations that you need to waste a bunch of time over the weekend. Also, uh, shouts out to anybody who listened to last week's episode, which uh, I will admit uh, was entirely my fault, came out two days late. Um, <gasps> particularly b- busy week on my part, um, but I can see the last few days a lot of you have tuned into that. So I uh, appreciate you guys picking it up even after the fact and making it one of our more successful episodes, surprisingly, uh, since we've come out under the new socially constipated umbrella. If you haven't watched that episode, uh, make sure you head over to sociallyconstipatedpod.com where you can see all of our episodes and put comments and all that good stuff. It's also where you can click to become an anchor wanker. Wanker. Um, Before we go onward, want to make sure everyone knows our next live show is coming out in just under a week from now, Wednesday, July 28th, right over there on the J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. Going to be a live recording of the Entertainment Outhouse, so we hope you'll join us Be part of the conversation in the comments. We'll tee up a little bit later on in this episode what you can expect to hear about. So, I don't know about you guys. I have been so busy these last couple of weeks. I have barely watched anything. I'm glad we have a movie podcast then. No kidding. I'm glad we have a movie (laughs) podcast because I don't know what the fuck is out. And I need you guys to tell me. And and we'll do that later on in reviews. But you guys been able to, uh, to watch anything? Or what have you guys been up to these last couple of weeks? I think the biggest thing for me is um, I've just been sitting here thinking how and when we should order socially constipated umbrellas for the fans. I think that's actually a really good idea because um, <laughs> I say that a lot, don't I? <laughs> yep, but I like it. I like it. We gotta, we're going to get a whole fleet of them coming out. We're going to be on the street selling them, twirling them. Get ready, people. Can't wait. Maybe I'll just get the – is it Bill Murray that has that hat in Caddyshack that's just a little umbrella? Um, we'll just either those. him or Chevy Chase. Mm. Could be Chevy Chase, yeah. Anyway, we're going to get umbrella hats for sure. I was thinking that was probably uh, uh, Paul Walter Hauser. I thought he was I thought he was wearing an umbrella hat. Ah, uh, yes. Michael Jackson, that's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's one of my favorite scenes in uh, Richard Jewell is mm-hmm. when he's walking around in his umbrella cap. Very There's good a bomb one. in Centennial Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Paul Walter Hauser, are you here? <laughs> Wow, yeah. that's a surprisingly good one. <laughs> We're going to have fun this week. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to bring nope. back a classic out of the, the old bag of games in a moment. We're going to get to a couple of reviews. We're going to round out the Fear Street trilogy uh, a little bit later on. Also talk about Space Jam and some more movies. We've got some big headlines, a couple out of the MCU. We're going to talk about at least one new trailer as well. So lots to get into today. But as I said before, we're going to start by reaching deep, deep, deep into the games bag here so deep that i need to go and find dig on in there santa claus (laughs) oh i'm gonna be digging (laughs) well ho 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 (laughs) that's actually what's in my bag is uh hose the gardening ones for any listeners wondering Mm. yes important distinction i don't have a bag of of like i don't have a bag of loose women in yeah no uh, also known as tricks a bag of tricks Oh, wow. That's actually nicely done. Nicely done. Jared, I, I thank you for your vamping, your vamping because we have now gotten to the point where I can now play the sounder for the game we're about to play, the new release Dull Exam. It's the game that brought us 
Squirrel nuts! It's true. And it's back yet again. And it, we've had to revamp it, Seth, because this is one that is back from the pre-Jared times. So mm -hmm. uh, it sounds like you've made some changes to it. Yeah, we. Uh, I think the last time we played it was like in maybe f February or March. I think it's February 2020. Like we played it up until Dang. there was uh, movies. No to come movies out. anymore. Yeah. So uh, we're bringing this one back. I feel like there's enough stuff that's somewhat notable to put on the list and talk about coming up for for August. So for those who remember the old version uh, when it was still the rectal exam, <laughs> the game was before when it was just me and Cody. There would be uh, five movies. I would give would give the five movie titles. Cody would have to get the director, an actor, and the release date. He'd have to get three of those perfect, and then he would win for that that month. And I think at the time we had like nicknames on it. So like if you lost, if you didn't get three, then I was able to pick your nickname. And then if if I lost, then I had to be the so host. I think that's what it was. That's not the case anymore. Uh, we're going to make this a little bit more of a game between Cody and Jared. So essentially, this still will apply with the five movie titles. I'll give those. And then we'll have the director, and I have three actors slash actresses. They're all the top build in IMDb, with the exception to one. When I get to that, I'll, I'll give explanation. So we'll go ahead. We'll go in uh, alternating order out of the five. We, uh, I'll do a coin flip, and we'll see who goes first. So I'll give the movie title, and when I give that, whoever's turn it is will we'll, we'll say I can name the director and one actor, and then I will present to the other person, and they will either say I can name the director and two actors or for that person to go ahead type of thing. So it's like kind of a wager, and whoever feels like they can do the best, then they can go for it, but if they miss one, then... The, the other person wins. Then they get kicked mm. off the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And then I forever come them. Yeah. Forever. That'll that'll make sense. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this whole uh, director business, but uh, I will play along. You don't have to though. You could just say I can name one actor. I can name. Well, what if I wanted to name all three actors? Then you could do that. But if you can't name the you director and Cody Ken, then ooh, okay, I see how it is. Win. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. Are all the points equal? Like, if I do if I do three actors, is that better than two actors and the director, or is one favored? Um, Ooh, I mean, I, I think the way it would work out. Like, I mean, let's say I have a movie and you say I can name two actors. I think Jared would have to name two actors and a director. So it's kind of more of like a number thing. But um, you guys, you guys got I it. Does that makes sense. I am borderline ready to boycott the directors because I don't even know what's coming out. So I think we're going to have a, a mediocre showing, but I'm ready to uh, to strut my stuff here. All right. Whoa, whoa, we, will, whoa, 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 whoa. we will do a quick coin flip. Flip it. Uh, go ahead and call it in the air, Jared. Uh, tails. It is Tails. Oh! <laughs> Shoot a pickle, baby! All right. <laughs> this this first one might be a bit of a uh, pretty easy one. We'll start, we'll start easier, easy here. Probably the most notable movie coming out in August is The Suicide Squad. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Jared, oh, what, Christ. What, what can you name here out of the uh, directors, actors, and actresses? Oh, dude, I can I can get this whole movie, baby. What do you, you get want? All four? You tell me what you want, and I can get it all. So it's the it's the top three build on IMDb. Though. Oh, top three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. Who do you think are the top three? If you were to do all four, all you right. Could also, you could also choose to do all right. Just a all director, right. I, I, just an actor. I want all four. All four. So if you miss I'm this, going Cody, big. We're starting. I love big. this, dude. If you miss this, Cody gets the point. Well, you know what? I too like to live dangerously. All right, Jared, what do you right, got Director, here? we have James Gunn with two N's. You are correct on that. All right, there we go. We have Margot Robbie. Ding, yes. We have Idris Elba. 
Yes. And then we have... Ooh, who's the this other is, top This one's third? a tough one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shoot. Shoot a pickle, man. I'm trying to think of who... who Is it David... De, I can't pronounce his last name. De Shopkuka? I, I don't know how to... Uh, polka Dot Man. The David <laughs> Dashkabin. <laughs> I don't know what his last name is. Do I need to have that? I mean, you would need a different name because that's not the third one. <laughs> Dang, it. <laughs> Dang it. Wait, so does Cody have to beat me there and get the... No, he gets oh, the point. You wagered it. You wagered it. I, I'll oh. take the free point, but I'd rather have John Cena for the steal. You are correct. Dang John it. John Cena, yes. I forgot. That's what's up. I'll take it. I forgot he was in there. All right. So Cody takes the first point. Next what's that we... dude's last name? Dastomashin. I think okay, that's how you say you. it. All right. Next, we're going to move on to free guy. Cody, out of the director and top three build actress and act- actors and actresses, how many do you think you can name? Go. Fuck. Well, I, I I don't know if this is okay with the game, but I think I can get one of the actors. That's okay with the game. Jared, do you think you can name either more actors and actresses and or director? Can you I, can, I believe I can get two okay. actors and or actresses. All right. Can all right. Jared? It's all yours. Can Jared take a point here and even it up? Jared, what do you got? Okay, I'm going to say Ryan Reynolds. Ding. And this is a risky business right here. Risky business with Tom Cruise. I mean, that's not my guess. Uh, Taika Waititi. You got it. Ding, ding. Yes. Wow, he got it. Very All nice. Right. Very nice. Um, the other. Uh, the wait, 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 hold on. Is the other one Joe Keery? No, it's Jodie Comer. Oh, uh, darn it. But and he's in the, that, oh, though, I like right? Him. I have no clue. I just looked okay. at the top three. And the director is Sean Levy. Just so yeah, people know. know. All right. I am excited to see Free Guy, though. That's one I was looking forward to before it got pushed. So yeah. ready to see that one for sure. Gotten less excited with the trailers, but I definitely am looking forward to seeing it. Third movie, Jared, this is back to you, mm-hmm. is Respect. Can you... <laughs> so it's the... Ooh. Actually, I won't I any... know uh, nothing about this movie. You know what? I, I, we'll give a little... I mean, we can give a premise if we need to. It's the Aretha well, Franklin I, Yeah, movie. it's Aretha Franklin like, biopic, yep. right? Yep. I mean, Jared. I don't know anyone that I don't know who's directing. I I got nothing, man. I'm gonna a big zero. I'm gonna have to pass. All right, Cody, can you name any? I think I, I might be able to get the top actress. Okay. Is it Cynthia Erivo? <gasps> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that is. I thought I had a shot. Jennifer Hudson oh. um, is playing playing Aretha Franklin. Forrest yep. Whitaker is in it, and Audra McDonald, who I don't really know. Lysel Tommy. Who again? I still don't know is uh, in this as well. Mark Maron is also in it, but he was not a top three. I did not know that was Jennifer Hudson. I thought Cynthia Erivo is. Um, didn't she just play someone? She was Harriet Tubman. Almost That's just said right. Harriet the Spy. I was about to say that too. <laughs> nice. We know where our brains are at. No, it's not in these it's movies right in now. The this 90s. is not a great. Sh- Hopefully, some of our listeners are yelling in their cars at us because maybe we can pick up the slack though. Two two of these left up. Yes, we have two left. Uh, so Jared is currently lead in the lead 2-1. This goes back to Cody. The, this movie, I don't know if you know who this one is, uh, Reminiscence is coming. I am aware of this movie. Okay. How many can you name out of the director, actors, slash actresses? Give me uh, two actors. Ooh, two actors. Jared, can you name an additional actor and actress or the director, or should Cody go ahead with the two? I, in my brain, should know the director. 
but I am blanking, and I don't know who else stars in this, so I can only give two. All right, so Cody, floor is yours, and also Lava. I'm taking a risk here. Okay, I'm going to start with what I hope is the easy one, Hugh Jackman. Ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> and this is where I'm rolling the dice, but uh, I'm going to go with Lady Luck here. Rebecca Ferguson? Ding, 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 That ding. is correct. Ding, ding. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll always take Rebecca Ferguson for the point. That's what's up. Shout out Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> I think this movie looks third? sick. An actress named Natalie Martinez. Okay. I don't know her. And Lisa Joy mm. is the director. That movie looks awesome. Mm. I'm excited for it. Looks interesting, yeah. Very stoked for this, yeah. Got some kind of like... that mashup, Total Recall style, like, can yeah. we trust Inception, your memories or yeah. whatever. yeah. He's going to be actioning in it. Uh, very, very excited for this. Yep. Yeah, I love when Hugh Jackman actions. Oh, he's going action. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, we are close all t- that close that upcoming release there window. So we are all tied up two two. This will decide the fifth movie, final movie. This goes back to Jared. Fifth movie here is Candyman. Oh, holy fuck. crap! I will say so. This one I did not the the I took the fourth build actor it doesn't really matter though because the third build is no one you guys would know and there's at least one name we've uh that we've talked about on the show before so there's a there's a there's a known i think we've talked about two of these um and i think all three of the actors in this are at least like if you heard their names you would know who they are so they might be tough to pull the director i think we've talked about before with a prior movie as well so they're all known-ish names but that's all i'll say candy man's that horror movie oh crap how many actors and actresses and or director can you get here? I think I can get one actor, and let's roll the dice with the director. Oh, Jared's getting frisky I think, here. I think people, I've seen tweets, and if I can picture it in my mind, I think I Uh-oh. can Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Cody. You're going to earn it. Cody, can you beat the director and you said one actor, Jared? Yes. C- Cody, can you get two actors and the director, three actors, or are you uh, going to I... let Jared go for it? I'm, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put him on the line All right. and uh, put the pressure on and give it to Jared because I don't think I can beat what he's got. So uh, it's yours to lose, Jared. <laughs> okay. If you Hope- want a little clock, I can give you one. You want a ten second nope, clock? Nope. I Just got to this. spice it up okay. a little bit. <laughs> so, so, so the hook man. The hook man is hopefully he's top build. If not, I'm screwed here. Is that Tony Todd? Let's see who you think the director is. Okay, and the director is. Naya Costa, Costa, Naya Costa. Uh, so I will say you. I mean, you were not correct on the actor. You were very close on the director, Ugh. Naya Naya Costa. Ah, oh, poop. Ooh. Wait, I so say, he's, I not, say... he's not top build. No, the top build for the for Candy Don't tell Man. me. Don't tell us. Okay. Don't tell us. Okay. Can I can I get a point for the win? Is that how this would work? You already win because Jared didn't get it. I want to see. Um, oh, he okay, has to well... prove it. In my world, he has to prove it. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, I, I, I'm open to proving it because I actually know this. Uh, Jared, this one's for you. <laughs> Just had to make sure and get that one in. And I am going to state emphatically Yahya Abdul-Mateen mm-hmm. for the win, Seth. Yep, he is the top build. For three for the win, yes! LeBron James I was really nervous. Tayana Paris, and um, so it's Nathan Stewart Jarrett is the third build for the characters Troy Cartwright, Cartwright. but Coleman Domingo is the, ah, yes. prop, the most notable, I think, actor in this one. So I put, and he's listed as fourth, so I just switched that around. Well, shoot a pickle. That was my, I, I did that to myself, both Suicide Squad and that movie. 
Now, in your defense, Jared, wasn't Tony Todd the original Hookman? But I just don't know that he's back for this, is he? I, I, I was assuming so, but I guess I could be. I mean, he might be a cameo, which now I'm thinking, why would he be the top build if he's just a cameo? So <laughs> The trailers um, that I've yeah. seen don't show, they show like the outline of the Hookman, but not him. So I'm wondering if it's an entity. It seems, well, I don't want to give away what I think the plot is going to be, but... If Tony Todd is in it, I would wager that it's in a uh, cameo like a, rather yeah, than gotcha, as that character. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, poop. I will study better next year or next month. <laughs> <laughs> we play this game once a once year. Once a year. <laughs> See you again I will in definitely July study. 2022. I will definitely study again next year. Uh, like the changes, Seth, this was very fun. And not only because I won, but he got some uh, some pretty good stuff coming up in August. We mentioned the Suicide Squad, Free Guy. Also, Don't Breathe 2. I know Jared's looking forward to that. Respect Dude, was mentioned. right there under Don't Breathe 2, Coda is the best movie I have seen this year. Wow, okay. That's on Apple TV Plus. That correct? is Apple TV Plus, baby. So get ready for that one. Interesting. Yeah, that's coming out on August 13th if you got the Apple Plus. And I just August. closed the window, so I can't tell you what else is coming out. But Candyman is one of my most anticipated, so um, going to be a good month here in August. August, I think, oftentimes is a shit dump, but I think because of some of the stuff pushing back, not that it couldn't still be a, a shit dump. I'm optimistic, though, for the month of August. And yep. if you sign up for Apple TV+, Plus, if you can do it this week and watch Ted Lasso and then watch Coda in August. There you go. We are not Big sponsored. Big Ted Lasso. But uh, no. we are willing to be. Now that I finally right. have a fucking device that plays Apple TV and I don't have to hook my phone up, I'm excited. Yeah, very stoked for Ted Lasso. So Apple TV Plus, if you're looking to uh, sponsor a little podcast here, <laughs> let us know what the <laughs> offer is. For now, though, onward to some news here. Uh, we're going to wrap up the new release exam right there. There we go. Who needs a soundboard when you got Seth? Hopefully you're comfortable on your seat by now. Uh, go ahead and reach onto the back of that toilet and grab yourselves a little bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. In news that I imagine Seth is pretty stoked about, we are about to have a trilogy completed of, I'll just say it, I'll just say it, uh, legendary proportions. Seth, I got to imagine you're getting pretty stoked about this one that's about to start shooting. Yep, uh, Bubble Boy 2 is coming out. Fucking Dude, pumped. finally. Uh, is it keep on bubbling? <laughs> Can't believe they got Hall back. It's yep. insane. This is Maggie this time. Oh, um, no. <laughs> no, Clerks 3 officially announced and uh, shooting via Lionsgate. So they found a distributor, I think a Weinstein company, you know, made the right choice. I, I, actually, I don't I, Do they still own that? Do they still have a company? I don't know what's going on with them. Yikes. Um, I think it might soon. be called T TWC, maybe. Yeah, they gave up the rights, which they've been fighting for a while on, and they're going ahead with Clerks 3 with Lionsgate, and Kevin Smith has like a like a podcast subscription thing, kind of like Patreon, but it's like his own thing, uh, and he's been talking for a while on one of the podcasts on there about, not about Clerks 3, but that he was going to be in New Jersey for the summer shooting something, and that he would be near Quick Stop, so I'm like, oh, that's probably it, that's either that or Mallrats, and so pretty happy when they finally announced that. He, he actually just so... At the original Quick Stop, next to it in Clerks and in real life for some time was RST Video. That's That has been closed for quite a while. It's just been empty or whatever. So he built a podcast studio and put it as a podcast. Uh, no a, way. A, like a theater, actually, a podcast theater. So people can go watch shows. Like he has friends that um, 
do podcasts there in, in New Jersey. And so um, people can like buy shows and he's been there for like a week now, been doing shows there and the whole time he's going to be in New Jersey uh, filming that he's going to do shows there weekly and everything like that. So pretty cool that he just decided to do that <laughs> on mm-hmm. a whim, but I'm sure that'll be part of, I mean, RST will be a part of Clerks 3. And he actually revealed some of the premise and everything, too. But it's essentially, like, his life, but through uh, Randall. Like, he Randall has a heart attack and then wants to make a movie about his life with with Clerks. Essentially, he's doing Clerks (laughs) again. But um, they're bringing back, like, some of the old characters and characters from Clerks, too. Apparently, Rosario Dawson's already signed on. And Dante Randall, the guys who played those those guys, are going to be back. Even the chick from the original movie, who hasn't been in one of... I don't know if she's even acted since really um, she did clerks and then so that's Veronica and clerks and then the girl who played the other love interest in clerks she uh, passed away not too long ago and so she I'm sure there'll be some sort of memorial or something for her in there too but it seems like it's another pretty personal story for Kevin Smith so I am very excited for this to come out and it shouldn't be too long I mean he's he is very he edits while he's shooting the movie so his turnaround times are like super fast uh jay and silent bob reboot he was done in like i think like july or something and then he started touring the movie in october uh, in 2019 so i mean he has very quick turnaround time so i wouldn't be surprised if this comes out like early 2022 yeah this is exciting i think uh 1994 and then 2006 were clerks one and clerks Mm -hmm. two so this is this spans basically our entire lifetimes this trilogy so (laughs) This is going to be exciting. I love the autobiographical piece of this that he's kind of telling his story through mm-hmm. Randall here. This he's will always, be fun, I think, for Kevin for Kevin Smith fans especially. He's always said that Randall is essentially him. No, actually, it's his friend Brian, but he also has stuff that he relates to the character too. And then Dante is part of him as well. But everyone's back, so it's gonna. I, I'm really pumped for it. I think you're going to be excited about this next piece of news as well, Seth. And Jared, I know you're a fan of this as well. We've been hearing about The Last of Us and its upcoming show on uh, HBO Max. A couple of bits of news that came out around that this last week that I think are exciting, but I definitely want to get your guys' take. The first bit was the the budget on these. These are going to be some expensive fucking episodes. We have Gizmodo here is reporting that they're now filming, and these episodes are going to cost over $10 million per episode. So they're definitely throwing the budget at it, which I imagine is exciting for fans of the games because I think, you know, oftentimes the reason these video game movies are bad is they don't give them any fucking budget. So they're definitely going to be getting that. I also am trying to scan this article because I think I had also heard that they are approaching it as a limited series. So I was wrong. Uh, first season is expected to be 10 episodes. So it does not, it does not say that it will be limited. But Jared, I know you've, you've uh, gotten excited and then disappointed about some video game movies in the past. Does this give you optimism about the show? Uh, long form, big budget, you know, you got some pretty nice actors in there as well. I think the biggest thing is just HBO, you know, doing this. I mean, they, they've had a great track record of television. Obviously, Game of Thrones was a huge success. I mean, it fell apart towards the end. I don't know necessarily the money up front. I, I guess in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool, $10 million, that's a lot, so they can do these crazy things, but is that also going to potentially like inflate it way too much where they're like, they get way too crazy and out there with it? 
I mean, both of these games have been like experiences for me. I remember playing the first one the first time through and being completely blown away. And then Seth, I think we had a conversation finishing the second game. We both got very emotional. So mm-hmm. if they can capture that in this show with these beloved characters and potentially building out the world, I'm on board. I mean, I'm already on board, but I'm just, you know, even more excited to check this out. I were, totally. If I were to guess about the, the budget, I think... I don't know, like how there's limits on what they can do in terms of out there stuff, but I think that it makes me believe that they're going to go more CGI, maybe with some of like the clickers and stuff. They might use more CGI stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I think they're going to have to do a lot with the sets to make it look. Because I mean, in the games, there's nothing that looks like the world we live in now, and so it's all decrepit and yeah. basically take what we have and imagine like walk away for thirty years and don't touch anything. And on top of that, explode everything. Yeah, because explode everything too. Because they because they try and and they try and like when the the virus is spreading that they try and like explode cities and stuff to, um, you know, uh, stop it. But then then they also set up a bunch of like quarantine camps outside mm-hmm. of cities and stuff. So everything has changed. Nothing looks this like same. And the things that do look like what are in the world now have like I said been exploded. So like if you're to go into a gas station. The signs are all down. The pumps are gone. Glasses, glasses broke. Out. Yeah, and like all the stuff has been rummaged. Like there's, it's all there's like nothing left that that looks the same. So that's something else that they're gonna have to spend a lot of money on is making those sets look real, make everything look overgrown, and then like I said, the clickers if they're practical, like they have to have some really really good makeup artists to make those clickers look the way they do. And if they don't go practical, they have to have some good CGI because that can look terrible. Yeah. Uh, if they don't have good CGI. So I think, I think the money is going into it. That's the biggest thing that I'm weary about is what are they going to look like? Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm assuming that the half-turned ones and the ones that are just kind of the crazy yeah. zombies are going to be people. But, like, the big the big daddy ones and the clickers that are full clickers, <laughs> I'm curious if they're going to go this route of CGI for those ones. I feel like they have to. Yeah. be we'll a see. lot I mean, for the practical. Some of the stuff they're... Yeah, some of their stuff they're doing practically. Also, um, wondering if they might, I don't know if it's possible or if, if Disney has a patent on this, I don't know. But that tech that they used for the environments in Mandalorian, I think that could go a long way towards setting the stage for this and, and make it easier to do. Um, I, and it's super convincing, and I love the look in that show. Also, they're shooting in Canada, and Canada does look like there was already an apocalypse up there. So <laughs> uh, Maybe maybe that was what drove that decision. I'm not quite sure. I think a lot with 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 the uh, Disney thing with the the way they shoot that and some of the the Marvel stuff. I think that's tough with the like Last of Us. If they're gonna be doing more, you know, like going through buildings, close quarters all, type stuff. Yeah, it's all very like rooms. And I think a lot of the stuff with like Mandalorian is that looks fantastic. But it's a lot of the shots where they're you know, he's walking through deserts and you see like a lot of stuff in the background that's like far off. I don't think there's going to be a lot of that with The Last of Us. I think they might have to go more sets or practical or like go to a building and like that abandoned building in, in Vancouver wherever they're filming and like deck it all out and stuff. Because I think that's there's just a there's a lot of like they just take current buildings and stuff and then just it to make it look like there's been a hundred people sleeping in there or it's like a dirt dirty old hallway that has weird lighting and pipes everywhere like it's very it's just very all the detail in those games is very very mm-hmm. intricate i think and it'd be tough to do i think with that circle shot thing they do with the disney 
Yeah, in any case, it's going to be wild. And I think it's going to get a lot of attention. It's going to get a lot of marketing. I think a lot of people are going to see this. And so video game fans and just fans of TV, I could see this. You could not say this was a video game. And this is the type of shit people would still watch on HBO. So Mm -hmm. uh, I am optimistic for The Last of Us series. I don't know that we have a release date on this yet. And I think it, um, I think it has but, uh, something unique going for it where fans of the game are going to flock towards it. But then people who don't know anything about this are going to watch it because it's an HBO mm-hmm. series and then be like, wait a minute, this is based on a game and maybe go out and, you know, discover the game for the first time. It would be very cool. I mean, that's, I think that's always been the goal of these, these video game properties. And so if that is the case, I think that we'll have succeeded in what they're going for. So I, uh, definitely I, keeping an eye out on the news for this. I've said it and I'll continue to say it. The number one thing they need to do is keep the music from the games. They have to. They have to at least keep that style and and just the the very soft and and slow guitar, like acoustic guitar that goes through a lot of the soundtrack. They have to keep that because that that adds so much of the style, like so much of the the setting and the mood uh, of that game. They they definitely need to make sure they keep the same composers and all that. Nope, they are going sixteen bit Sonic soundtrack. <laughs> God, that'd be fucking hilarious, actually. (laughs) Keep an eye out for The Last of Us uh, coming out on HBO. We'll have much more news on that as it occurs. Uh, Let's do a couple quick pieces of MCU news here. First of all, got word today that M'Baku, who was a a crowd favorite character from 2018's Black Panther, played, of course, by Winston Duke. So M'Baku, if you don't remember, he's the the leader of the the opponent tribe, fights against T'Challa for for the kingdom at one point. That character is going to be brought back. Winston Duke announced today that he'll be back for the sequel, Black Panther 2. Also said they had a really emotional time reading the script, which I think is no surprise um, because of the Chadwick Boseman of it all. So I'm really excited to see M'Baku. I'm still rooting for him to potentially become the Black Panther. I think I would like to see that, but we'll see. Certainly lots of Black Panther news to catch up on, but glad to see Winston Duke getting some action as well. Last time I saw him was Us, so good to see him back out there. Also in the MCU, we got news around Blade, which for my money is the like most exciting thing the MCU has coming out. I would uh, agree. Blade, of course, is going to be played by Mahershala Ali. And we found out today that, and I don't know that this is confirmed, but it seems like all but, Bassam Tariq is going to be directing Blade. An interesting choice here because there's just not a long filmography for him. I'm pulling it up here. I think his biggest film was this one called Mogul Mowgli, which I have not seen, but uh, it's got Riz Ahmed as a Pakistani rapper in Britain and looks like he's getting sick. So uh, relatively unknown director, but seems like, you know, he's obviously worked with Riz, so he's he's able to work his way with some talented actors and he's going to need to do that with Mahershala. So not a lot to react to uh, unless you guys know this Bassam Tariq better than I do, but very excited to see that progress is being made on Blade because we haven't heard much about it. We have gotten a, a few pieces of news along the way for this next movie, and possibly as iconic as Clerks getting its uh, trilogy and presumptively final <laughs> movie in the series. We have another uh, another movie that raised us, put out a trailer for, for another installment. Jared, I cannot believe this is getting made. Uh, but what did you think <laughs> of the trailer when you saw this? Yeah, so this uh, the first trailer for Jackass Forever came out today. <laughs> And it is very funny because the the trailer opens up kind of nostalgia shots of the first Jackass movie in black and white. And then they're like, now we're doing this or whatever. But they're all like, you know how in, I think, the first movie or second movie where uh, the opening is all them in like old (laughs) makeup? They basically look like that. Um, (laughs) But it is, they're... 
it's going to be the same ridiculous, goofy humor. So if you like the first ones, you're going to probably enjoy this one. Just from the trailer, I was hooked. I'm, I'm going to go see this because I want to see these guys do some dumb stuff. There's two things. The, op the trailer opens with Johnny Knoxville being shot out of this giant cannon over a lake dressed as like an eagle. And he flies towards the camera, which is really funny. But then they straight up do a Looney Tunes bit where a guy is biking really, really fast. And he's supposed to jump over a ramp. But they put a fake wall there and painted the ramp, and he didn't know, <laughs> so he up. runs right into it. And I was oh like, right God. there, take my money, I'm sold. So it's it's basically real-life Looney Tunes, plus, obviously, they look really old, so that's kind of funny, I guess. Um, I don't know how they're still doing it. But they're also, it does look like they're bringing in kind of some special guests where they're going to have some celebrity people kind of popping up doing, not necessarily maybe the stunts, but more of the pranks and stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. I think... I think that's what they need to do because like it, that it's definitely this is a movie made for our generation so the kids who like there are kids now who watch jackass like they're the age that now that we watch jackass and they're gonna see this and they're gonna be like i don't get it what why is this funny old, yeah old oh, fuckers yeah. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. they're not gonna understand this at all so they need to bring fucking people like it you know a little bit more famous or yep. their age in but so that's one thing like this might be the first thing that like I think about like when when I was a kid and, and there was I can't think of a specific movie but like seeing movies my parents like and be like why this doesn't make why do you like this why do you like this like this is that to me I'm like if I show this to it to a 16 year old now they're gonna be like why do you think this is funny <laughs> so the other thing is they're old like like you said they're old <laughs> And oh yeah, Johnny Knoxville's forty nine. Somehow through it all, Steve-O is the one who looks the best of them all. <laughs> Dude, life you're, is you're a not long wrong. winding road, but that is you're right about that. Yeah, he he looks the best and is doing the best. Like he is a successful stand-up comedian who tours the fucking country and sells out theaters and actually tell like he does dumb shit and still does like stupid fucking stunts and all that, but. He actually, like, does stand-up, and people like him. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but apparently that's a thing, and, like, he's pretty successful. And he's been sober <laughs> and not, like, unlike everyone else, but probably him in Knoxville. Like, he's actually sober and is doing well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It almost, like, seems sad to me. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> You guys don't need well, to, to kill yourselves. You're it's one last 50. hurrah, man. One last no, hurrah. No. I'm going to side like partially on Jared's here because that I'm I've never really been into jackass like I've seen some clips and shit but they threw a snake on Bam Margera once and I was like yeah I don't like these guys um, <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is as much as I am anti this type of like stunt and prank shit I am for old guys reminiscing about the good times uh, that always gets me so if there is any amount of like emotional brevity to this and you know they've got people that have died that they're probably gonna you know have some sort of tribute to and you know these old guys relive in the glory days one more time it is it is way more last vegas yep. than uh, yep. than i anticipated a jackass movie being but for that i'm actually a little bit interested in this i mean we'll see as more footage starts to comes out whether or not it's, it's something i'm actually going to watch but i i am for these guys hopefully nobody is getting hurt filming this that seems stupid but i'm for their right to 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 go out and have one last uh, one last hurrah yeah man i don't know <laughs> <laughs> makes me makes i i personally don't i i've found myself not laughing at people getting hurt 
as I've gotten older. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And I honestly do think that like gener and, and I don't know, maybe, I mean, I'm not a teenager now, but I don't think kids that age really laugh at this stuff either. Like I think when I go through like TikTok or what's popular on, you know, social media and stuff, I don't see a lot of this anymore. There's mm-hmm. some videos where people like are in situations where they might, get hurt and there are some pranking videos and things but like these guys were gonna die sometimes and i don't think people like like seeing that anymore Mm -hmm. in terms of like you know prank the pranks are a little bit more of like the shocking like situational like embarrassments and not like you just got your fucking testicles lit on fire type of pranks anymore so i don't know we'll see jackass forever go check out the trailer now and we'll keep an eye out for that one for sure Alrighty, so we got Jackass, Blade, Black Panther 2, The Last of Us, and Clerks 3 all in the news. Very excited for all these properties. And that's where we're going to wrap up this week's bathroom reading. Sitting on a toilet. Now flush. (sighs) There we go. A sigh of relief as we move into this week's movie reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I said movie reviews. We're actually going to start with a series. No. Jared, you caught, you caught, I believe, on Netflix. Uh, we've already talked about Kevin Smith today, and he had a new series come out based on what a, one of, I think, his favorite old childhood TV shows. Yes, yes. Kevin Smith was given the keys to the Masters of the Universe, the He-Man series. So he he co-wrote this with a handful of people, uh, created it, brought in you know a lot of the cronies that he runs around with, like Jason Mewes does a voice, Justin Long does mm-hmm. a voice, but then Ralph also, Garman. I think he's in there as well. Yeah, I'm not too sure. He does do one. Yeah. Okay, but then also some heavy hitters like Mark Ham- Hamill and then Kevin Conroy as well. Just mm-hmm. a fantastic voice cast. But the thing that I like, I gave this high marks in my full review on YouTube. Like I loved this series and the thing is i don't have any essentially like nostalgia with the series i didn't grow up with it i've seen bits and pieces but the way that they kind of updated the animation but also left in the almost saturday morning 80s Mm -hmm. 90s cart saturday morning cartoon grab a bowl of cereal and watch it like that's how i felt watching this where i'm like give me the next episode i want the next episode so they were able to capture that kind of essence but then the writing also is great where you can tell that it has a little bit of Kevin Smith's humor and emotion and whatnot, but also they play into kind of the 80s like jokes or puns that very much made this cartoon like cheesy. So it's a great balance of all of that. I surprisingly, again, I have no emotional investment or connection to these characters. And through each episode, I really felt for these characters, what they were going through. The story that they have in here is fantastic, kind of adding on to where, I guess, the original one kind of left off. It's it's kind of set after that time a little bit. If you're any fan of the He-Man or uh, Masters of the Universe, highly recommend this any sense of kind of anime or animation check it out like again it felt like a saturday morning cartoon the one thing i wish was i've noticed netflix doing this more and more often is they're splitting their series up so there's only Mm. five episodes of this and then you have to wait who knows how long until part two Hmm. They do a really good job of each episode is essentially self-contained, episodic, but also an overarching story through the five episodes that does leave you satisfied, but I wanted those next five instantly. So (laughs) I 
loved this. So people out there, if any of that uh, piques your interest, pour a bowl of cereal, put on some PJs, and watch this on Saturday morning. Nice. That's what's up. I may do this exact thing. Never was a big He-Man fan, but I do. I've loved every like He-Man reference I've seen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Skeletor is, ah. a, is a, to me hilarious. I don't know if he's scary in the show or not, but he's fucking hilarious every time I see him. Yeah, every time yeah. I think um, of He-Man, it's that "Hey, what's going on?" music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I think man. Mark Hamill does the. Skeletor yeah, he's Skeletor. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that makes total sense. Wow. Bang and voice cast and Kevin Smith at the helm. He-Man Revelation or Masters of the Universe Revelation is going to be available that's on netflix now so yes, you can go and check that one out cool. uh, pop that in on saturday morning and sit cross-legged on your floor and have yourself a good time jared i'm going right back to you we were really excited to see this uh, you know as we've said before we love these gimmicky horror movies and we have a gimmicky horror sequel that you caught from last weekend oh no am i the only one that watched this one <laughs> I, I I, i'm either. afraid so okay so. i wanted to see it I wanted to see it bad and, and didn't. So yeah. but I guess fluff me up so I can go catch it uh, later this <laughs> oh. week. Um, yeah, here here comes the fluff. The room might do that. Yeah, here comes <laughs> the fluffing. Um, so Escape Room 2 or Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Essentially, this movie is the, you know, the first one had kind of Saw-esque escape rooms. You know, you go through each of these different kind of escape rooms, each themed differently, and then get to the end. And basically, this sequel is exactly the first movie again. What <laughs> you're going to these movies for, what I realized, and I'm like, I don't care, just keep making them. Give me unique production design in the rooms. That's the coolest part of this, of going into kind of this beachfront room or this subway train or a few other rooms that I won't spoil. That's the fun part. I couldn't name three of the characters if you told me. I, I was had no emotional connection when something bad happened to them. It's 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 the rooms. It's you know, these ridiculous twists and turns, them escaping oh, hi, from these Oh hi Mark. It's <laughs> they need to do a, they need to do the room room. The the room and... room, yeah. The room escape room. Oh man, that'd be great. Oh hi Dude, Mark. Chris R is gonna come in and kill them all. <laughs> Chris R <laughs> So if you were any fan of the first one, check this one out. I mean, they do retcon a few things to make this story connect, I guess. Oh, no, don't fuck with the escape room (laughs) lore. Yeah, don't mess with the lore, buddy. So, yeah, I don't know. If there's an unrealistic plot here, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have some bad news for you, buddy. Um, Yeah, it's, it's very much just... It's a fun movie. Go in, you know, maybe have a drink or something like that's what i was going in for i wasn't hoping for high cinema or something that made sense i was just waiting to see how they'd ridiculously (laughs) escape from these rooms so if you like the first one check this one out otherwise don't waste your time uh if you're looking for high cinema come out to oregon because it's all (laughs) high cinema out here (laughs) nice we have Escape Room Tournament of Champions. I will be watching this because I was a fan of the first. I won't accuse it of being a great movie, but I do love it. There needs to be a, a escape room company that partners with them and like makes those escape rooms, and you can actually go play them. Obviously not die. But... It would, I mean, that's a huge marketing thing that they completely missed on because the, yeah. I, I agree that, that that would be fantastic. Maybe for, maybe for the third, which I'm, I hope will happen. Maybe, maybe they'll have enough you know, notoriety and awareness to, to be able to accomplish something like that. Here's another movie that I don't know anything about. Well, I know, I know about it, but I've not seen much in the way of reviews. I think my hope for it is that it was also fun and mindless. Seth, why don't you tee this one up? Sequel to a legendary kids movie from our generation. Yes, Dumbo 7. 
Uh, <laughs> I loved Dumbo one through six. Was real pumped for Dumbo seven. Uh, it was a real, uh, real honking time. I loved it. It's it's uh, crazy no. that he he did what he did with his trunk in this one. <laughs> yeah, it was real. It was kind of gross. They they uh, saw, got he looks graphic. younger. Well, did the thing they do is CG the... de aging or? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, Space Jam, uh, a new legacy. Um, <laughs> you talk about escape room lore. If you're looking to, you know, get dive deep on the story of Space Jam, you know, there, there's not much of a story here. He gets stolen by Don Cheadle, is is uh, told to play in a basketball game to save his son, and the Looney Tunes uh, help him. And so that's the story. Don Cheadle is awesome, actually. He's I really fantastic. Like, I really like Don, che- Don Cheadle. He played Algae Rhythm, uh, who is oh, an algorithm. That's an awesome name. Yeah. And, <laughs> He's an algorithm in the WB servers. He is about the only good thing in this movie, though. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's an, not great acted overall, which don't you can't expect that because the first Space Jam had terrible acting as well. But you could tell, like you could tell, this was definitely pieced around LeBron's playing time and also probably COVID as well. Big chunks of the movie, he's animated and you know probably didn't have a ton of rehearsal time. <laughs> some of his lines, but. To be fair, Michael Jordan is terrible in Space Jam too, and I don't expect athletes to, unless you know they really put some time into it uh, and not act, you know, once every three years to be great. So it's a kids' movie. The only problem, though, that I, the major problem I have with Space Jam, is that, like I just said, it's supposed to be a kids' movie, and there are references to Casablanca. There are references to Game of Thrones. Pennywise is hanging out in the background. Austin Powers. Uh, Austin Powers. There's references to. You like they were trying to get the people who saw the original Space Jam. They were trying to give like nostalgia and stuff to them, but they literally threw every property that WB owns at you. And if you're gonna have everything else, all the dialogue and all that shit, be a kids movie, then aim it towards kids. But instead, you put fucking dragons from Game of Thrones and Pennywise and a creepy looking fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, impersonator (laughs) from Batman and Robin in the background the whole time and behind Don Cheadle creeping me out. Like, the kids will not understand 98% of the references in this movie. So, like, who is this movie really for? Because I can tell you, I'm not coming for LeBron James and his fucking Academy Award winning performance here. So, um, (laughs) I don't know if you also want to go look at the stats, too. Michael Jordan, he he put up he he was way more a part of that original Toon Squad team. I won't spoil anything, but LeBron James he doesn't do a whole lot yeah. in terms of the uh, the team in this movie. So I, I would agree, I would agree, but there also is this weird other factor going for him. So points you cannot one to one compare them. That's all I would say. <laughs> um, Seth, I, I'm glad we we watched the same movie. Basically, I, I feel exactly the same as you. The thing is, there were some of those kind of you know things that were referenced that were supposed to be. For kids but obviously adults where they mixed movie scenes with the looney tunes i thought that yeah. they cleverly picked scenes and did a fun job like that was kind of the fun part of that it doesn't last for that long but when they're trying to round up the group of characters and they go into all of these duff- different wb movies it's really kind of fun to see okay which looney tune did you pick to put in what movie i had a good time with that but yeah don cheadle best part for sure i think i got like almost sensory overload of every time the game was playing i i wasn't watching the movie i was watching to see who was in the movie the whole the whole movie is like that yeah because they fly by all these planets and like like you said going to all these movie scenes and 
it's just like they fucking gangbang it with all the goddamn WB properties that yeah. they have. I mean, there's not a missing WB property in this damn movie. Probably some fucking diehard in the background or something, and I, I didn't think, realize. Yeah, either. someone. I think someone already pointed out that uh, John McClane, like a dude in the audience, is wearing a white 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 beater, white beater. I don't know what you call that. Um, don't do that, people. Don't do that to your uh, significant other. So yeah. I don't know. There's, it, it's just fucking. There's so much. I will say though. I mean, I liked the Looney Tunes stuff. Like some of the Looney Tunes stuff was good. There was a classic Looney Tunes. You know, uh, act, you know, like the hijinks and all that. I was also kind of bu- um, bugged, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that um, they replaced the the Lola Bunny voice actress with Zendaya. I get why they did it to put her name on it, but I read that the voice actress who did Lola Bunny in the original movie recorded all our lines and then they replaced they her with replaced Zendaya's. Her, yep. So that, that's kind of a bummer. Um, and again, I, I know it's lore or whatever. I just missed that voice actress. I really, I thought she was like fucking, she had a signature voice for, for Lola and it's not too different with Zendaya. She doesn't sound drastically different, but there's, you can definitely tell. So it, it, it just seemed weird to me that they did that, but I don't know. Well, frankly, that's more time than I expected to get out of Space Jam. But I heard that Don Cheadle was good, so I'll watch it. Uh, This is exactly what I was worried about when I was like, oh, it'll be cool if they add in this, these WB things. But if they overdo it, it's going to seem really overwhelming. And it's uh, not a thing that I am glad that I was right about. Also, yeah, bring back Lola Bunny's voice and her sexy, sexy curves, uh, because that's apparently a thing that people felt like they needed on the Internet. Space Jam, A New Legacy. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's better than Space Jam 1, and we will go onward. I am hoping to catch this. If you haven't seen this in the theaters, you can watch it on HBO right now. So go check that out if you have my password. (laughs) You will need to go over to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jared, Amazon Prime to catch this next one. I don't think a lot of people are talking about this one, so potentially a pleasant surprise here. Yes, so this next movie is called Jolt, and Cody, I'm going to ask you, do you have the 10-second movie review timer? Oh, I sure fucking do, Because <laughs> we're 10 oh, seconds in this baby up. You Ooh, let's Cody do it. Excitement going <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> this is the intro to the next segment, and the intro's just as long as the segment itself. Here comes a 10-second movie, movie, movie review. review. You ready to go? I'm ready. Or do you want to set it up? I am ready. All right, here it comes. Three, two, one. A nonsensical, generic, 2000s-feeling action revenge movie with no logic for time, bad characters, but let me tell you, Kate Beckinsale can get it. Wow, that was more... I needed more time. Wow. <laughs> he, did he did it with three seconds to spare, man. Oh, my gosh. That was uh, that was impressive. And it sounds like the movie maybe was not what Kate I Beckinsale, away... that's why you watch this movie. That's basically it. Oh, and Stanley exactly. Tooch. The Tooch is in this. Oh, don't forget about the Tooch. Yeah. Uh, Tooch gang, Tooch gang, Tooch gang. That's what's up. Well, Jolt, if you want to go back and listen to that 10-second review in slow motion, uh, <laughs> then you may find in there a recommendation, uh, but sounds like a cautious, not too much that you're missing here. Jolt is available on Amazon Prime right now if you want to check out some Kate Beckinsale, which I do. But that's going to wrap up the 10-second review for the week. This is the outro from the last segment, and the outro is just as long as the segment itself. That was a 10-second movie <laughs> review. <laughs> Still my favorite. Oh man, I thing love ever. it. I love it. I'm so glad you like the 10 second. I forget <laughs> oh, I that we have it. 
Jolt is out there. We'll spend a few a few more than 10 seconds on this last one. We've been talking about the Fear Street saga, guys, for the last few weeks. We stopped in 1990s, then we went back to the 70s. This week, we go all the way back to 1666 and uh, week three, movie three of the Fear Street saga. Assuming you both saw this, Seth, why don't you set us up here with the final movie in this unique trilogy? Yep, it's the third one. Cool. Uh, Jared, what did you think? <laughs> no. Um, obviously, again, continuation. Um, we go back in time, basically. The girl who's been the uh, lead in the... She was the lead in the first one, a bit in the second. She gets stuck back into 1666 uh, to basically live the... Uh, yeah, she does get sucked. Oh, man, it's crazy. Um, she uh, <laughs> she basically experiences what happened to the kind of like the main witch uh, that they've been talking about uh, throughout this, this series, Sarah Fear, and sees kind of like how that all happened, what went down, and some of the mysteries involved with that. That's the first half of the movie, and then the second half, they actually go back to 1994, which was my favorite of the, the, the movies, and kind of finish everything and wrap everything up there with, with those characters. So I, I definitely enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the lore that they kind of wrapped up here there's some interesting turns towards the end you know they some of the things that you you might have thought in the first two movies kind of maybe uh, flip around or change perspectives or give you a, a new uh, a new perspective on on what's happening and and i wasn't expecting some of it so that was pretty cool i think they they do leave a little bit of a door open for potentially some more as well i would be very happy for them to go into another another series of movies or trilogy or fourth movie whatever they plan to do but I, I really enjoyed the way they wrapped these all up and built upon a, the lore in these three movies. I, I don't think I was quite as scared with this one. like, And I never really, really was too scared with a lot of these. But I, I think that's because they... The first two movies kind of had like a feel of those era of horror movies. And this one didn't really have that because there's not obviously not a 1666 uh, filmography we can go back to. Uh, that's what you think. <laughs> but they did they did do a good job of like kind of going along the lines of that that period of time that maybe have been depicted in movies before. But it never felt too like bogged down by like the maybe some old timey language or whatnot. So I, again, I wasn't quite as like frightened by some of the jump scares or whatever, but. Overall, I thought it was just a really good wrap-up for three super solid movies that I did not expect to be as good as they were. A pleasant surprise. Everybody loves those. Uh, you feel the same way, Jared? Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I guess I was a little hesitant on this last one of like, okay, we're going back in time. I, I feel like you should have made these movies in opposite order, but they find ways, and there's, again, twists and turns like Seth had mentioned that I was like, oh, okay, this, it, perfect. They... they they closed it up, put a bow on top perfectly. I think that this is a unique, fun, kind of almost pioneer experience for Netflix. I would hope that they either expand on this franchise or this this property or try to do more projects like this. And I know that it's probably mm -hmm. a lot of money to be like, okay, well, we just made three movies in three weeks, but also they're releasing 18 different shows every single week. So like... Set a little yeah. money aside, do some kind of, you know, unique, fun things like this, and I will be there. You know, three weeks in a row, I, I know a lot of other people are tuning in every Friday or Saturday and watching yep. these as well. So if you haven't checked this out, definitely treat yourself to like a movie night or a movie weekend because it's a good trilogy. I like it. Going back in time to 1666, <laughs> uh, Netflix. The entire Fear Street saga is available now, so you can check that out. 
1990s, 1970s, 1666 now out, all three of those available on Netflix. So go check them out. Don't check out Jolt or Space Jam. Check out Escape Room if you're into that thing like me. And big recommend from Jared on Masters of the Universe out there on Netflix now. So that's what we saw, or the guys saw, I should say, last week. And that's going to wrap up our reviews. Mom, what do you think? I love it. I hated it. Jared, let's give folks uh, a little bit of a preview into what we're going to be talking about next week. It's coming right for us! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's a couple things that uh, we still haven't watched. They are in the movie theater, so if you want to check them out, check out Nicolas Cage trying to get his pig back in the new movie <laughs> called Pig. There is also the uh, Roadrunner for... Oh my gosh, what is his... Oh my god, I'm falling apart, guys. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> I can't even make it through one show. And then uh, we have Snake Eyes coming out. G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, Henry Golding. Whew, that guy can get it. And then the new... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the new uh, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie, Old, is coming out. And I am definitely curious about that one. People go to a beach and they become old. That is what to watch in the theaters. That's Ladies. called Florida. <laughs> and that's Florida. <laughs> yes, it is. What Jeez. if it is? That's the twist, is they're in Florida. Yeah. They, they pan out, and it's fucking Fort Lauderdale. Oh, dude. I think we just figured it out. Wow. And then there's a cameo from Barton Star. <gasps> <gasps> Connected Universe. Oh, my. <laughs> and that's what's coming out this weekend. It's coming right Alrighty, we're going to get you out, you folks out of here so you can get your weekend started. But first, one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I went back, Lindsay, friend of the show, Lindsay Monday, was in town this past weekend, and we got the idea to watch Dodgeball. And it had been a long time since I had seen that. First of all, I don't know if you realize, Dodgeball, Dodgeball is like not even 90 minutes Dodgeball. long. It's there's not? No, there's nothing to that movie. No, it's no, short. It's so short. But it is still, it like, it holds up and is funny. There's a couple of, like, jokes that they, you probably couldn't tell right now. They use the R word, like, a handful of times. Um, <laughs> ravioli? But, uh, it is, it, yeah, they, they call a lot of people raviolis Holy in this geez. movie. Um, we gotta cancel them. It's pretty, yeah. But this also is the most charming Vince Vaughn ever was. Like, he's only been less charming since then. And I liked it a lot. It was very funny. And if nothing else, like, yes, go watch Dodgeball, but, like, go back to your old comedies. I, I know, uh, Jared, this is something you do often. I do not enough of it. Uh, but go back to your old comedies that you know you enjoyed. Give them a fresh uh, fresh look. And they'll make you laugh also. And then you'll, you'll also give some thought to, I can't believe I thought this was funny 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> but mostly just had a really enjoyable experience going back through Dodgeball because that's such a fun one. Jason Bateman as the commentator, <laughs> never got enough credit. That shit is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Ouch town. Ouch town, <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> wow. He puts a blindfold on and he goes, he's not going to be able to see very well, Cotton. <laughs> Still one of my favorite things, and I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard every time, but it's one of my favorite gifts to use, too, is uh, Patches All Hulahan. It's after... It's after he's he's dead, and Peter's in the final throw off with White, and he he looks down into that fucking sweaty ass like towel that he gets, and he says a speech to him, and then he kind of stops for a second and pauses, and then just fucking puts his hand up and goes bye 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 bye. It's like a weird pause, and it makes me laugh every time. It's like way too long, and it makes me laugh for him just to go bye bye. Got me pretty good oh, too. Oh man. Uh, 
shout out Rip Torn. Yeah. He, he he inspired a game once upon a time for us. So. Rip Torn and Dirty Porn. Yes, excellent. Yes. Dodgeball holds up. Yes, 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 he did. But my one more thing is just kind of a goofy video I saw that also kind of I fell down a rabbit hole of watching other videos. So there was this guy fishing, and apparently he reeled up what was uh, a mantis, a shrimp. Oh, shit. And if you don't know what those are, it's it's a kind of a bigger-looking shrimp, but they have the quickest and most powerful punch in the world where it's it goes so fast it boils the water around them. And the guy reeled it up, and he's like, oh, my gosh, it's a mantis shrimp. And it punched his boot, and he's like, oh, what the hell? And luckily threw it over, but it punched through his rubber boot, through his jeans, and cut his skin. That's how powerful this little tiny shrimp he is. So then I fell down a rabbit hole of watching other videos on it. And it was like a National Geographic thing of them capturing, like, this little dude in action. And, again, he's like, what, maybe a foot? long like i don't even know what the dimensions it's a shrimp it's tiny in your hand and they were showing it in action underwater punching crab and it was literally (laughs) punching the crab's limbs off of its bodies and i was like this this is the the most deadly animal in the world and it's a shrimp huh this is it's crazy yeah these things are horrifying looking for one thing i don't care how small they are yeah i uh but yeah, they'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't mess with the ocean, man. There's so much shit down there that we don't know that probably can just fucking yeah disappear us. Crazy, though. I mean, I'm telling you. Like, if it did that to your neck, you'd be dead. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I'm telling you, in like six months to a year, Logan Paul will box a mantis shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. I, so. I would pay for that one. My one more thing is, uh, I guess, building... I don't remember if I talked about I don't think I talked about this on the show, but building upon talking... Cody's talking about watching Dodgeball with Lindsay. Lindsay had recommended a while back, Short Term 12. I watched that, like, I think at the end of June. I just kept forgetting to mention it. But Short Term 12 is an indie movie with Brie Larson, Rami Malek, Lakeith Stanfield, and Caitlin Deaver. I think there's a couple other people in it as well that I can't think off the top of my head. But essentially, it's uh, Brie Larson works at a place for like troubled teens and caitlin deaver is a team that comes in they kind of have a thing going on and then lakeith stanfield has uh, something going on with, with another one of the counselors i can't remember his name but kind of two main stories running through but it is excellent it's very early on in all their careers and so you definitely see like why why they all kind of branched out and, and were able to do more awesome things but awesome movie emotional funny and it's a perfect 90 minute indie movie so Per the recommendation of Lindsay and to the recommendation of me, check that one out. Yeah, check this one out. Uh, Brie Larson, Caitlin Deaver, Lakeith Stanfield, Rami Malek, Stephanie Beatrice as well. Nice. Uh, I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's right, um, Stephanie Beatrice. Awesome cast. Check out Short Term 12. Stay the fuck away from the mantis shrimp. Or you're going to get your dome knocked open. And then check out Dodgeball for a little blast of nostalgia. But that's what we got for you in this week's One More Thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. If you got hit in the schwanz by a mantis shrimp, then there'd be two mantis shrimps on the ground. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have your own, uh, your own button there to, to emphasize your amazing joke. I know, right? I can just decide when my jokes are good. It's awesome. Bada boom. <laughs> That's going to wrap up this week's episode of the Entertainment Outhouse. Uh, we hope you've had a good week. We hope you have a better weekend. Uh, you got lots of things to go watch uh, and lots of stories to read about. Don't forget, next week, July 28th, J Buck Studios YouTube page. At Jared Buckendall. 
We are going live for the Entertainment Outhouse. So come on in, check out the the previews that Jared pointed out a second ago, Snake Eyes, Old Pig, and Roadrunner. We'll be talking about those movies and a whole lot more, so we hope you'll join us at 8 p.m. Central next Wednesday. Also head over to sociallyconstipatedpod.com for more info on all of our shows, our sponsors. Join the mailing list, become an anchor wanker. You just may win something. You know, we might have to give some stuff away on that live show, so we hope uh, that you'll join us. For now, though, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Entertainment Outhouse. For Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I've been Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>